What's up, guys? You're back at another episode of the third out. I'm No Witzke here with Bryson French. Uh, Going to go over some power rankings today, but before we get into that, we have a big one big piece of news from the MLB there as Cabrera, Miguel Cabrera, got his 3,000th hit. Yeah, absolutely. An incredible hitter. Um, probably the second best of our lifetime, you know, watching him and Pujols just mm-hmm. been you know, so incredible growing up watching these two hitters. It's been so much fun. Yeah, exactly. You could have had it a couple or a, a game before, but the Yankees decided to intentionally walk him. And then so he got it against the Rockies. But nonetheless, he finally got his 3,000th hit there, joins an elite club as I believe only 10 or so people have got to that mark. I believe it is seven people with the 500 yes. home runs and the 3,000 hits. Yes, that is what it was. All right, there. So we'll hop right into our power rankings. Yeah, so coming in in last place in our power rankings is the Washington Nationals. Now, they've moved down four spots from 26 to 30. They had a mixed schedule. They were either playing really good teams or really bad teams, uh, but they've lost to all of them. Their best series was a split with the Arizona Diamondbacks, uh, but they did lose a series, lose three out of four games to the Pirates, so that really hurts. Juan Soto has already been walked 16 times, and Josh Bell is on fire. He has 12 RBIs and hitting 345, but he's now on the day-to-day injured list. Honestly, this team just, you know, the only way they can score runs uh, outside of those two big guys is by, you know, playing small ball and opposing teams know to just avoid Juan Soto and Josh Bell and they'll be fine. So there's not a whole, there's not a whole lot that the Nationals can do right now. Their pitching staff isn't doing much at all to help. No, not at all. So that takes us up to number 30, another team that shouldn't surprise anybody, and that will be the Pittsburgh Pirates. Just yeah. got 21 hung on them by the Cubs. Um, so the run differential is a little skewed a little bit. It's uh, minus 28 there. Uh, they moved up one slot, though. They were 30 last week. Um, yeah, the MLB sites there should be 5-10, and 10, but they squeaked out to 7-8. and eight. Uh, They just – Pirates not playing a great ball right now. Yeah. And we move us up to number 28. The Diamondbacks, Diamondbacks also moving up one spot. So basically in the same area here is still in the bottom five. The best series they had was a split with the Nationals, but they've had a hard schedule overall and they have a much harder schedule moving forward. They play the Dodgers and the Cardinals this upcoming week. So that's going to be really hard for them. Uh, I could tell Marte is a guy we really have been excited to see. He's struggling mm-hmm. right now, but you know, so is most of their offense. The only big producer they have is Seth Beer and he's a rookie to keep your eye on. Um, yeah, but it's interesting that the other producers they have is Dal- Dalton Varsho and Pavin Smith. Uh, Varsho is only hitting 213, but he has most of their RBIs and runs scored. While um, Pavin Smith has a high batting average, but can't seem to score any runs or get any RBIs. So, yeah, there's just no production from this offense. The pitching staff has actually been pretty good. Uh, Bob Garner has an ERA of 1.36, and Merrill Kelly has an ERA of 0.59. So maybe keep an eye on some starters there, but overall, yeah, this team just not looking, not looking very good to, to start the season. Yes. Uh, that'll take us up to Cincinnati there with the Reds coming in at 27. 
Uh, they looked okay in their first series. They split it with the Braves. They haven't won a game since. Uh, there is one bright spot with Hunter Green there, uh, but that's pretty much about it. That's pretty much the only bright spot that you have right now for the Reds. Yeah, we didn't expect them to drop off this much, but 10 straight losses uh, finally snapped that streak today against St. Louis, but they mm-hmm. looked really bad. That moves it up to number 26, the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, Baltimore Orioles still in the bottom five. They won a series against the Yankees, but they lost every other series. Mount Castle, Mullins, and Mancini need to, need to really cut back on the strikeouts. Um, they just really are not getting stuff done. No, not at all. So that'll take us up to number 25 there with the Kansas City Royals. Um, Lopez hitting 316, but he only has two RBIs, Whit Merrifield, Bobby Whit Jr., and Carlos Santana, and Modestro. They are all struggling massively. Offense might be the worst in the league. Um, you know, pitching's okay. Granke and Keller is leading the way, and the bullpen looks, you know, all right as well. But that offense is killing the Royals. Yeah. And it was up to number 24, staying in the American League Central, to the place where Miguel Cabrera got his 3,000th hit. That is the Detroit Tigers. So, Mickey's hitting 319. He's looking really good. Austin Meadows also hitting over over 300. But, yeah, everyone else, yeah, not much. Uh, Spencer Spencer Torkelson has three home runs and eight RBIs. That's that's nice. He's producing a lot and leading this team in that way. Uh, but just bad offensively outside of those guys. Uh, pitching, you got Scooball Manning look good. So, you know, the young guys are coming in strong. Casey Mize should pick it up, you know, just as he, as he learns the league a little bit. Yeah, but obviously there are high hopes for Mize and some of these other pitchers. Um, I like the potential of the rotation, um, but it's just it's not turning out too well for them right now. And again, the offense is not deep enough to really get them anywhere. Yeah, so that'll take us up to number twenty-three, and that'll be the Texas Rangers, a team that made a lot of really good signings this offseason. Uh, so they can score a whole lot of runs, which that is a uh, kind of a given. Pitching's horrible, though. The schedule's been tough. Toronto, Colorado, LA Angels, Mariners. Uh, but they're going to have to get – they'll have to get used to that because, I mean, that's pretty much their division, too. Those teams in their division. Uh, they just give up so many runs. Uh, so, yeah, that's Texas Rangers. That move us up to number 22, the Miami Marlins, the first team, I think, who has not moved in our power rankings at all. Now, the Marlins struggled against San Francisco and St. Louis, but they took care of business against uh, the Phillies. Um, that could be expected, obviously, if you look at, you know, San Francisco and St. Louis are two really good teams. It makes sense for them to struggle against that. The pitching has looked uh, really good, especially the top three in the rotation. Uh, and occasionally they can burst out for a lot of, for, for a lot of runs. Offensively, um, the young guys are stepping up. So you got guys like Jazz Chisholm with four home runs and 15 RBIs. You got Jesus Sanchez with three home runs and nine RBIs. Those two guys just really looking incredible. But the rest of the offense is really just looking really is bad. And we knew their offense was bad last year, but it's it's bad this year too, just with the, you know, with Jazz and Jesus Sanchez really trying their best to pull it up. Yeah, and that this was a team you saw live today. Yes. Yes, and they they put up some runs today, and they beat the Braves today. 
Um, but yeah, that offense is just hit and miss. Yeah, but that'll be with the young team like that. But that'll take us up to number 21, the Oakland A's. The team that's playing 500 baseball, they could be, should be nine and seven, but they're eight and eight. Took three out of four of the Rays. They kind of struggled with the Rangers a little bit. Uh, this team has outdone expectations a little bit, um, but, uh, you know, the A's typically always kind of do that. Sean Murphy getting to play every game. That's, that's something good to see. Sheldon Noose at third base might want to keep an eye on. And Blackburn and Jeffries with ERAs below two in the rotation. Exciting things in Oakland already, but I wouldn't expect them to compete. Just kind of exactly. Uh, speaking of exciting, the Chicago Cubs are here at number 20. Now they are off to a great start. Now they are seven and eight as of Saturday. And again, I haven't updated anything for today, which is Sunday, but according to MLB, they should be nine and six, just according to the metrics of games that they should have won. It didn't, they didn't really carry out, um, but they took, they split with the pirates. Uh, but after a really strong start, uh, they look more like expected now as things have gone on a little longer. They've lost four straight as of yesterday. Um, they lost two to Tampa and then they lost two to Pittsburgh before the 21 run breakout game Saturday. Uh, starting pitching is the main concern for me. Um, three starters needing to step up are Hendricks, you know, and then Hendricks doesn't look his best right now. Stroman and Leiter are all struggling. But on the bright side, uh, Suzuki is going off. He's got four home runs, 13 RBIs, and he's hitting 372. And the rest of the offense is actually supporting him really well. Yeah, that might be a name to keep an eye on for rookie of the year. Absolutely. Yeah, so that'll take us up to Colorado there for number 19. We got the Rockies moved up a little bit, uh, about eight slots from last time we did this, the preseason. They were in at 27. Uh, this might be because they're weaker schedule, but they did play well against the Dodgers. They took two out of three there. Cron uh, is hitting the ball very, very well. Six home runs, 16 RBIs. Connor Joe and Chris Bryant hitting over 300 as well. Uh, their starting rotation does not look the best that it could, but uh, Chad Cool has been looking very strong in the 10 innings he has pitched. Yeah. And that'll move us up to one of the big droppers in this list, and it is the Philadelphia Phillies. Preseason, we had that number 10, and now they are listed number 18. They are negative 10 in the run difference, and they just lost a game to the Milwaukee Brewers, I believe, just a couple of minutes ago. Terrible start to the season for them. They lost a series to the Mets, then the Marlins, and then the Rockies. Uh, Harper and Schwarber have struggled. Castellanos and Rio Muto, on the other hand, look really good. If your defense is as bad as this, though, you need to be clicking on all fronts of offense. And they went through a pitching duel tonight, and the offense did not look too great. So no more excuses for Hoskins. He needs to pick it up. You know, people are saying he's good. He has great potential. Um, it's kind of the same thing for Nola. His expected ERA is really good, but he just never delivers on it. Um, so I, Hoskins and Nola need to figure it out. Um, mm -hmm. There's been enough talk of their potential going on. Um, all the starting pitchers have, you know, really struggled, but Gibson, Gibson has looked decent, but 
decent, not great. Mm-hmm. That's, that's kind of how the Phillies are looking right now. And Nola did look good tonight. He did have an amazing outing tonight, but yeah. Yeah, so that'll take us up to number 17. Now, this might be our biggest dropper of our list with the Chicago White Sox coming in at 17, preseason number five. Um, they've lost a bunch of games in a row. I believe Bryson said it was 10. Seven. The Reds were or, 10. Or seven. Yeah, that's what it was. Lost seven games in a row. Um, I mean, rotation's pretty banged up. They beat really good teams, though. Uh, took two from Seattle and Tampa. Had an interesting struggle with the Guardians, losing that doubleheader on the 20th. Um, was big on the record, but it doesn't change how well they played against good teams. Offensively, they're struggling a lot there. That's pretty much their biggest concern. You got Roberts, Brew, Grandel, Josh Harris, Garcia. She's all struggling all at one time, so that's never good. Uh, you know, Kiko is struggling, but for the most part, uh, the rotation should be okay. And Aloy Jimenez got carted off the field Saturday in their loss then. So, yeah, this is a team. They took some ugly losses, and I was really trying to keep them up higher on this power ranking for a while. And then just, you know, the way they're even losing to the Twins now is is looking really bad. Um, can't even bring out a game then uh, in extra innings. So, I mean, they're getting smoked by the Guardians, and they're losing in extra innings here and there. And um, they need to they need to get it back. And the starting rotation health is not looking good for them. So, that moves up to number 16, the Minnesota Twins. Uh, they have been equally matched with the Mariners and the Red Sox, who they've played. Um as for their production on offense, Correa, Sanchez, and Sano and Polanco all strike out too much, uh, which has led to a streaky offense. Um, but the pitching is held together for them, and Byron Buxton is on fire uh, right now. So if you have him on your fantasy baseball team, you are in luck. Keep an eye out on him in the, the MVP race as well. Mm-hmm. Um, starting pitching looks really good so far. you got Bundy, Ryan, and Ober, uh, along with Archer, all looking really great. Um, just need Sonny Gray to pick it up a tad, and this would be an insane starting rotation. But yeah, that's your number 16 spot. Yes, that'll take us up to 15. Headed to LA. We got the LA Angels there. Uh, Center guard has looked very good. Sandoval's looked very good. Um, you know, then everyone else is looking pretty rough. Uh, you got Suarez, Lorenz. Otani, Detmers, you know, everybody's struggling very well or very bad there. Uh, offense started off cold. Tawny's already hit 20 strikeouts out of the plate. Fans are getting aggravated, of course, with Joe Adel, who's already struck out 21 times. Trout, Walsh, Brandon Marsh are all key contributors on offense. Um, you know, a lot of games versus Astros, three and four. And then bad teams, five and three. Yeah. So, you know, they have a decent record right now, but I think that's just due to how many bad teams they've played. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, just a lot of games already against the Astros. But it is stunning to me that we've already, Otani already has 20 strikeouts this season. And then Joe Adele, 21 is scary. 
But yeah, it is nice to see uh, Syndergaard back. Yes. Got to move to the 14 spot. And this is the San Diego Padres. Now, Padres were 15 in the preseason and 14 now. And people are probably going to be a little upset that they didn't move up higher. But I would say that they have had a mildly easy schedule so far. And they split the Braves and lost a series to the Giants. They're two hard opponents. So despite a good record to start the season, they have they really haven't proven much. C.J. Abrams is in the league. He's exciting to watch, but he just hasn't hit stride yet. Um, Profar is finally playing every day, and you know I'm a, I'm a fan of him, so I like seeing that. Um, but but Voit and Myers are two guys who are really struggling on offense, and I would I would like to see them pull it up. Yeah, offense is kind of what, what's holding them back. The starters look great. You know, Darvis struggled a little bit, but he'll be fine. Manea Musgrove's looked incredible. Mackenzie Gore, you know, we got young guys like him uh, coming up. So I think this team has a lot of youth with Gore and with Abrams. Should be good. But, yeah, easy schedule to start off with, so it's a little hard to move them up too much right now. Yeah, exactly. Someone else that hasn't really didn't really move too much. They moved down one slot. We have the Milwaukee Brewers coming in at 13. They just swept the they swept the Pirates and a series against Baltimore. So that obviously helps the win-loss record. Split with St. Louis, which is very encouraging. Our offense looks bad. Pretty expected there with the Brewers. Um, you know, a lot of guys should be helping more than they have. They have Adams there, 19 strikeouts already. Renfro and Yelich, 17, Yelich. We were always talking about if Yelich is going to bounce back this year. He's only hitting 204. Kane's even worse at 161. Jace Peterson at 129. Um, so right there between those three guys, I mean, you can't win a whole bunch of games and be super competitive uh, with batting averages that low. Uh, and then, you know, pitching. Uh, you now some – we got three guys struggling with uh, Peralta, Woodruff, or Peralta and Woodruff are struggling. But, of course, each only has three starts. Yeah. I mean, this is a team, you know, we, we know they rely on their pitching. But just to prove how much they rely on their pitching, they won tonight's Sunday night baseball game one to nothing against the Phillies. Yeah. Against that high-powered offense, one to nothing. And they got out hit. The Phillies had five hits. The Brewers only had three. So – Yes, they walked away with a win, but that is a scary way to have to win. So I don't know how much I trust that, but it works for them right now. We'll see how long it lasts for them this season. Now the Red Sox are in here at number 12. Uh, Tanner Hawk is looking really good on the mound. Uh, and I think this team starting pitching is really their main concern. Uh, you know, the rotation just looks kind of mediocre. And we know that they don't have Chris Sale for a while. Um, so that's why Hawk is so impressive and so important to this team. Uh, a lot of strikeouts for most of the offense. Uh, Trevor Story and Dalek are just off to terrible starts. But you got other guys like Verdugo, Devers, and Xander are carrying this team. And the, yeah, they're, they're, just, they're just battling to be 500 right now. It's pretty simple for the Red Sox. Yeah, so that'll take us up to 11 a team that moved up about seven slots there as we have the Cleveland Guardians. Still sounds weird. 
Now they are seven and seven. Uh, they could be nine and five through the advanced metrics. Swept the white, uh, Lord, swept the White Sox. Uh, but then they went and got swept by the Giants. Struggled against the Yankees. Uh, now Jose Ramirez absolutely lighting it up. Uh, MVP candidate there. Four home runs, twenty RBIs, only five strikeouts, and a three six four batting average there. Um, then you have Stephen Kahn there with uh, four seven three on base percentage, hitting three fifty seven. They got three good starters there with Bieber, Plessic, and McKenzie. Both looking very strong, and then the rest of the rotation is coming along trying to find their place. Yeah, this is a team with a lot of great potential here. Uh, as of right now, the twenty one run run difference. Uh, maybe a little bit of that due to the fact that they smacked the White Sox so hard. But, yeah, this is an impressive team and an exciting one to watch, if nothing else. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But that'll take us now to the top ten. Uh, officially in the top ten with the Houston Astros. Uh, the Houston Astros have been off to a bad start, and they have a negative nine-run run difference. It looked good to start the season, but then got smacked by the Mariners and the Angels. Um, which is bad because those two teams are in their division and, you know, the importance of in-division games. The offense has, you know, struggled. They either score a lot or they score none. Um, but, you know, a lot of the concern was going to be Correa's replacement at shortstop, but Pena has looked really good at short. Uh, but the guys that need to step up are the guys that should be their big producers. And so you got guys like Tucker and Altuve. Um, Tucker kind of came on. I think he had a really good game Saturday. Um, yeah, but they just they swing back and forth, and the pitching goes with the offense. And so they either score a lot of runs or score no runs, and then on the pitching staff, they either give up a lot of runs or they give up no runs. Um, so the starting pitcher has three weaknesses right now, but uh, two guys pitching really well, and Verlander is one of the two pitching well. And so it was really nice to see Justin Verlander back and back and doing doing what Verlander does. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's always great to see him pitch well. So then that'll take us up to our nine slot. Uh, now, this is a team that dropped significantly, too. And they, they had potential to drop even farther than this there. Um, that'll be the Atlanta Braves coming in at number nine. Uh, started, you know, the first series split with the Reds. I mean, then um, we lost series with the Nats. Azuna's looking really good. Uh, they're fighting again, fighting to stay above 500. Swanson, Rosara, Duval, and DH are all major weaknesses there. Uh, starting pitching, again, not been too hot. Kyle Wright is going to be very interesting to keep an eye on there. And then, yeah, the guy that tore his ACL. Acuna. Finally, every time I always say Azuna. Yeah, Acuna started his assignment there. So he should be should be back here in a couple weeks. Uh so that'll be uh that'll be a big help because he's he's lighting it up in triple eight right now. Yeah. I will say the nine through like 15 right now in our power rankings is a mixed bag because either teams that were ranked really low and are overperforming right now or teams that were ranked really high and are underperforming right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you got teams like the Braves, the Astros, and the White Sox. Like we expect them to be really good, and they're not playing well at all. 
And you got teams like the Guardians and uh, the Angels. And, like, they're playing really well. No, like, we kind of expected them to be halfway decent, but it's just hard to rank those teams at this point in time. And I think over the season, it'll kind of sort itself out and slowly work itself into place as to where these teams actually belong. But yeah, the nine spot here for the Braves, they are, they're struggling. They're struggling real bad and they've given up. Their run difference is at negative 11. Mm-hmm. Actually that's negative 12 because they lost again today to the Miami Marlins. Yep. So that takes us up to the eighth spot. And this is the Mariners. Uh, a team who won by one run against the Kansas City Royals. So the Mariners, um, they have a good, you know, we're kind of watching them and we're getting a good feel of who they can compete with and who they are. And they're just right in the middle of, you know, all the competitive teams. Because uh, So they kind of, you know, they beat up the Astros and they took care of the Rangers. So they're in division games. They're looking really good. Uh, but they lost a series to the White Sox and they split the Twins. And so that kind of gives you an idea of where they lay. Um, outside they're just they're staying competitive with everyone they play uh, you got guys like julio rodriguez who can bri- provide a spark um, but he's not consistent yet in the league and we got stars like winker winker and hanniger who just really need to pick it up because um, as of right now adam frazier ty france and jb crawford are having to do everything for this offense um, starting pitching has been decent. Robbie Ray was struggling, but I think he had um, a good outing the other day. Finally, or excuse me, I think that was today he pitched maybe. Uh, so finally a good outing from Robbie Ray, but the bullpen just has not been the greatest yet. So hoping it can find its place, but this is the top 10 team now, I believe. Yes, definitely are here. And then that'll take us up to number seven. So we got a team that moved down one slot there and that's the New York Yankees. Um, so they lost the zero to the Orioles. Um, don't really know what happened there. Uh, starters are starting to step up a little bit. Cortez looking pretty good. Montgomery, Italian there look average. I mean, they look capable starters. Cole's struggling. I w- wouldn't think too much into that. Uh, Sevy's back. Uh, one thing that kind of confuses me is their leadoff approach. Um, you know, they have it seems like they have a different leadoff guy all the time, and it's not a leadoff guy, it's a power hitter. Like they have Josh Donaldson hitting leadoff for four or five games. Uh, uh, then Rizzo, Stanton have all the RBIs there. Donaldson, Gallo, Stanton, of course, those guys are striking out a lot. Um, there, and then you got Torres. Looking like he probably should have been a uh, trade candidate there in the offseason. He's looking pretty rough. Uh, only guy hitting over 250 is uh, LeMahieu there. Um, then uh, Kiner's Alpha there and Hicks, Aaron Hicks. Those are the only guys hitting over 250. So. If you look at the guys hitting over 250, their production is still bad because, yeah, you know, DJ's hitting over 250, but he's not his MVP self. Kiner's hitting over 250, but he's only got one RBI. Like, that's not a lot of production coming from those guys. No, um, not at all. Face. And especially with Torres, the only thing that he's done is hit the walk off last night. 
So that'll move us to number six. We have the Tampa Bay Rays. Now the Rays had a nice win against the Red Sox today, but this is a team that is, you know, they're really working to stay at the 500 mark. Um, the real question in my mind is how do they give up so many runs to the Oakland Athletics? Um, the pitching was so dominant against the Orioles and the White Sox early in the season. We know this team is going to be good. Offensively, guys are stepping up. You know, our concern was the offense. Um, I don't really understand why Zunino is not playing, but, you know, as of right now, Mejia is actually playing way better behind the plate. So I guess that works, you know, Zunino may be out there. Um, the big concern is the starting rotation. Rasmussen has struggled. He should be fine. Uh, Kluber and McClanahan, of course, those two look good, but the other two starters, are they going to rely on openers? As of right now, the openers they've found have been not the greatest. Um, so those are the days they're getting hurt. You know, when they send out McClanahan, when they send out Kluber, when they send out Rasmussen, they're, they're going to be fine. It's those other two days they're going to have to worry about right now. Yeah, so that'll move us up into our top five here. Um, staying in the same division there. Stick going with the Blue Jays. Uh, offense looks very good. Uh, they split the series with the Yankees. Uh, these teams are very close at the moment. All three of these teams, really, with the Blue Jays, Rays, and Yankees, all three are very close. Um, Jays look – I think this might be our uh, – could be a World Series team there. Um, second base still needs some help there, right field with Tapia is, isn't our favorite there. Uh, could use somebody else out there. Hernandez comes off the IL. Zach Collins should stay at DH. And Biggio needs to, needs to pick it up. Berrios, Guzman, and Rue all look, all struggled there, which could be a concern. Could be, could be a concern there because um, this starting rotation should be so good. That'll take us up to number four, the St. Louis Cardinals. The Cardinals, a concern coming into the season for them was the starting pitching, and that has really uh, kind of quieted the concerns. Obviously, uh, you know, Mats and Mikolas have been looking really good to start out this season, uh, which is a very pleasant surprise for Cardinals fans. Uh, it's very encouraged to have those two in the back of your rotation. Um, they've had a couple games rained out already. Uh, which may come to hurt them later on. There's going to be some double headers, but they looked good against the Brewers. Uh, thanks to Miklos and Matt's both producing well in those games. Um, the offensive production has been, has been good as well. Goldschmidt is kind of the guy that's been struggling and you know, you know who he is, so he'll pick it up. Um, it's kind of weird that the DH uh, flips around so much for them. It's kind of just a day to day. Is there a righty on the mound? Is there a lefty on the mound type deal? Um, and I personally still believe that in Munoz Sosa should be the starting shortstop over Paul DeYoung. Uh, DeYoung is the only one on this team who strikes out a lot. The rest of the team is a very disciplined uh, team as far as how they approach the plate. And DeYoung does not fit that, and Munoz Sosa fits that significantly better. So they're 9-5 and five right now, and they have a plus-19 run difference. Uh, so a very strong run difference compared to the Brewers who have you know, pretty much an equal record, but have a negative two run difference. So, yeah, the Cardinals are getting it done, and it's not like they blow people out either. They've just won games, and they've won games well. 
Yeah, so that'll take us up to number three here. We have Big Jumper and the New York Mets came in at number nine in the preseason. Down there at number three now. Uh, they had a fairly easy schedule to start. Uh, tough series with the Giants. Uh, they had a doubleheader. Uh, kind of warped, kind of warped things a little bit. Winning two games against the Giants one day, you know, it just kind of feels like one win. Um, but the starters look very good. Um, McGill and Peterson have really surprised me a little bit. Peterson's playing fantastic. Um, offense is very, very good. I mean, everyone's playing very well. Cano's back. Um, you know. I mean, nothing really looks like uh, – nothing's really holding this team back right now. I mean, they're playing very, very good baseball. Yeah. And that will take us to number two. We have another big jump. We have the San Francisco Giants from eight in the preseason ranking to number two right now. Now, this team has a run difference of 37 right now in their favor. They've given up 42 runs compared um, to the Cardinals' 41 – 41 runs, but they've scored 79. Uh, so just a massive difference there. They're pitching as well as anybody in the league, and they're scoring as much as anybody in the league. Um, they, you know, they have everyone stepping up uh, to get it done. Uh, we know this team doesn't have, you know, the biggest uh, MVP type guys anywhere, but um, yeah, Estrada's been stepping up big. Uh, Brandon Belt is on fire. Jock Peterson gets the job done. Joey Bart, you know, we talked about him as a a rookie of the year candidate, but yeah, they're just everybody helps out on this team, and that's what I like to see. Uh, the pitching, pitching as well, has been really good. Of course, you got Logan Webb, you got Wood, you got Carlos Rodon looking absolutely unstoppable on the mound. Um, I have faith in Cobb and DiSclafani, even though they haven't looked the best, but they haven't been bad, so I, I trust them. But I think this team could be locked with the run for the with the Dodgers uh, for another long season. I wasn't really sure preseason they'd be able to do it again. But yeah, after this start, you know, only giving up 42 runs so far, that is absolutely incredible by that pitching staff. And they've, they've had some tough series and they've played some good teams. Yeah. I mean, they look very, very good. Now that'll take us up to our one slot there. No surprise here. We have the Dodgers. They lost series to the Rockies there. They've what, you know, they recuperated after that and they've looked very, very good. Kershaw Bellinger is looking very good. Yeah, Bryson's guy and Cody Bellinger uh, starting to look uh, starting to look good. And then the scary part about this team is Muncie and Betts aren't even playing very well right now. Yeah, that is that is scary because we know those guys are going to come around. Exactly. Um, yeah, Kershaw does not surprise me, but I did not think Bellinger would be off to this start. Yeah, I think you are uh, number one in line of the uh, Cody Bellinger overrated club i think it's a long line but yes yes yeah. so yeah. ladies and gentlemen that is our power rankings uh our first one of the actual season we will have another one in about two weeks next week we will have our top 10 relief pitchers um so make sure to come back and see that that's going to be a fun list to make i am kind of dreading that kind of looking forward to it i'm not entirely sure how it's going to work but yeah, make sure to come back and check out our podcast next week and to check out our Twitter. Leave a review if you can. We would appreciate all of that, and we will see you guys next time.